Hello everyone, welcome back to the One Talk podcast. You're here with your host, um, Ryan and Gowdy. Today we've got an interesting guest, a very good guest I believe from all the information I've heard, Jamie Brady. Hey guys. Hey How Jamie. Hey bro. How are you Jamie? Yeah, good mate. That's thanks good. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming bro. Um, I guess to start off, um, just give us a little bit of a background of who you are to start off with and then we'll deep dive into the rest of it. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm Jamie, um, I, I'm a youth worker, um, that's how I come across Ryan, um, a youth worker in Nambour, um, on the Sunshine Coast, um, yeah, you know, been in the human services field for the past four years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice, bro. How, how, how have you liked helping people? Like, yeah, it's been great, hey, it's, um not what I expected I would be doing with my life um, when I was younger but now that I'm in it I, um, I wouldn't be doing anything else yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy it it's very rewarding yeah, yeah it is yeah. a very rewarding mm-hmm. job eh? just yeah. being able to help others and then seeing what the results are from yeah. that too eh? yeah, absolutely. And that's the best thing 100%. about it um, so we'd like to get a bit of a deep dive of your life from who you were as a kid to your teenage years to getting into an adult to where you are now and what your goals are Sure. So let's just start off with where are you from? Where are you born? Um, born in Bundaberg, Queensland. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bundaberg Rum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> red Rum is my favourite one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't drink the other one, yeah, but red, yeah. the red one, I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, born in Bundaberg. Um, lived there until I was 17. Yeah. Um, born into a single parent family. Um, my mum and um, brother and sister who I grew up with yeah um, yeah look went to a Christian school um, for my primary school and then um, to a state school for high school and then um, yeah took off as soon as I finished grade 12 um, and moved to the Gold Coast yeah how'd you find school yeah look it was primary school was was um, was okay we were very poor when I was young yeah um, we sort of lived in like housing commission and my mum cleaned houses for a living um, didn't have a car mum didn't have a license yeah but somehow she scraped enough money together to put us into a private school um, so the school was good um, but I always felt that I never really fit in with the kids there I was you know always a bit of an outcast because yeah. We didn't have what all the other private school kids had. Yeah. But the school itself was good. Um, primary school was great. Um, and then high school, the, the Christian school did primary school and secondary school um, in the, on the same campus. When high school came around, the school let in all these like kids that had been at state schools yeah. um, and sort of, I guess you know, widened their reach to the local community to sort to try and grow the high school. So all these kids from other places came into the school and I'm like, far out, this is amazing. These yeah. kids are naughty, they're yeah. like swearing and like, yeah. you know, fighting and doing all this stuff and, you know, yeah. I'd never experienced that being at the Christian prime as a primary school. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, sort of things changed for me from there, you know, like, Got mm. kicked out of school um, in the first term, like expelled yeah. in the first term of grade eight after doing all my, you know, primary school at the school. Was that just from mixing with these new groups? Just mixing from, mm. yeah, mixing with a new crowd, man. And yeah. they all took an, an interest in me for yeah. some reason, you know. And yeah. I thought, oh, this is, this is sweet. Um, yeah, and then 
you know, kicked out straight away. Everyone was freaking out. The school was freaking out because we'd been there for so long. Yeah. All the teachers knew me, and then suddenly I'm lighting fires and you know kissing yeah. girls behind the shed, running <laughs> away, and it's like, yeah. what's going on? And yeah, that was sort of the start of um, the start of you know. Yeah. Of, going off the rails I guess I guess you could say did you have like a moment of um, like realisation from I don't know I guess I can't think of the right word but I should say innocence per se to where you started mixing with another crowd did you know it was yeah. transitioning or you just caught up in the moment because when you start mixing with new groups of people like you don't really realise that you're doing the wrong thing because it's just quite normal yeah look, yeah, I, yeah I, I know what you're saying man I think um, I, I th- it was definitely year 8 like yeah. Um, you know, at the at the high school, um, that was a defining moment yeah. that I that I felt my innocence has been yeah has been taken to a to a degree. You know, although yeah. I didn't, um, I wasn't super bad then. I just knew that something had changed. I'd fallen in love with the, you know, with the rebels and yeah, yeah. You know, with the outcasts. And I'd always been because of you know, growing up with a single parent family and you know always fighting with my brother and having no money and like my dad you know was a not a good influence on us um even though he wasn't around like you know that puts a, a lot of pressure on yeah, no, yeah. On, a, on a young fella you know so I was already like on the on the outskirts of you know my little world yeah. I guess when I was younger and then grade eight just solidified it it was like yeah. I love this man I love yeah. I love the outcasts I love running amok I love getting in trouble this is fun yeah and that's that's when my innocence yeah got taken yeah Yeah. that's what it's like you know as a teenage boy like I remember with myself when you know I was I wasn't quite I was always a bit of like a little reckless child like as soon as I got in high school I started finding things like drugs and alcohol and women and then my whole life just went Mm. yeah snapped away yeah definitely yeah Yeah. like once you find out that something's fun (laughs) yeah take off of it especially as a teenager i can relate to and i um for me for like for myself i think it was just um i now that i've grown up i don't blame anyone but um i feel like when you're at that age you're really vulnerable and um if there were better guidance in my life as in like if there was a a stronger man to guide me when I was at that age, I would have done things differently. So I kind of understand what you mean because I feel the same. Like it was like year eight when I started feeling like I was accepting behaviors that I I would never have done when I was younger. Um, But it was just because it felt normal to be around people that accepted those type of behaviors. Um, And it took like way after school to realize that. Um, but now thinking about it like that, like what you said, and like because my parents always tried to do the best, like you know, to survive and everything. But um, yeah, they just think I think they didn't give the right guidance, and like I just got caught up in the same, you know, got caught up with like kids that were probably in the same boat as me. Like they didn't have the guidance as well. Yeah, so, and like yeah, because yeah, from my experience, I want to ask you from your perspective, like because I grew up in a single household as well, which is my mother. And without the guidance of a man in your life, was there a lot of conflict with your mum? Because I knew with me, like, there's always conflict with my mother, and that was kind of what pushed me to the other side of life of being more, say, what, naughty or doing the wrong thing. Yeah, or conflict. Did it make you closer? And my yeah, or did it make you closer? Yeah, absolutely. My whole life, there yeah. was conflict between me and mum. Yeah. I was, I'm the oldest. Yeah. Um, and Likewise, I'm a male, yeah. so we're, you know, I, I think males 
we're born with this um, mm. desire to want to lead and mm. to protect. It's it's in us from a child. So Definitely. from when I was young, I felt that I needed to lead our family because I somehow knew it was broken. Yeah. And I felt that I needed to protect my mum because mm. I felt she was vulnerable. Yeah. So I had those characteristics. Couple that with my mum's. Um, Anxiety and in yep. history of she's like history of abuse and history of broken relationships. Yep. She would rely a lot on me to um, vent her problems yep. to mm. um, to keep things in check. So we had this relationship that was it was more of a more of a marriage type scenario than a than a mother son. Yeah, like she was a mum to my brother and sister. But to me, I was her sounding board, yeah. and and she was mine, and we were, you know, we were just yeah. in it. So I was very, as a, as a young fella, um, I don't know what it was. I was never diagnosed as a kid with ADHD or mm. anything like that. There was less um, knowledge around those things than there is today. But yeah. back then, I was very you know, crazy and yeah. very violent. And, uh, you know, my dad was a, was a drug user when mum felt pregnant with me. Yeah. So anything could have happened to 100%. make yeah. it the way it was. But I was, I was yeah, very violent towards mum, very angry, very a lot of conflict. Mm. Like, and we're just yeah. kind of like codependent on each other, yeah. you mm. know. And that, um, yeah, that, that, you know, can that, I guess, made a lot of... Um, my choices, um, you know, that, that influenced a lot of my choices at school. Yeah. yeah. That sort yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Cause it is a tough situation, you know, like growing up and then like without having that guidance in your life. And then you feel like, cause I was similar with my mother as well. And, um, like you feel like you're given guidance while you're trying to find guidance. I feel like that's hard, especially for me. Um, yeah, so what, what was the next stage? Like, so you went through school. Um, what was going on around that time when you got kicked out? Yeah, got, yeah so I got, got expelled from the school in grade eight um, along with um, all my mates that had just come to the school as well. They all got kicked out of their new school in the first term as well. Yeah. <laughs> we all went to a state school, and as a private school kid, that's always like this mysterious... Um, place to be it's mm, like yeah. what would a state school be like you know yeah. it's this big yeah. mystery and I had the, the other boys that I was hanging out with were from a state primary school so they would they you know they were fine to go to a state high school after being expelled me I was yeah. like I just wanted to go to a state school so ended up going to the biggest school in Bundy the state school that had a pretty hectic reputation for violence fights yeah. drug use all that stuff that state schools have um, yeah Went there, sort of, you know, wasn't um, super well known to start with, um, sort of slipped in, you know, quite easily, found a group of friends that, you know, were, were pretty cool, mm. um, finished off grade eight, and then, um, yeah, into, into year nine, and that's probably when, you know, things started to get a little bit more hectic mm. for me, like yeah. year nine and ten. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I um I I ride BMX. Yep. Um, yeah. Because I got into it because we never had a car and we were always riding our bikes. Yeah. So it was just a you know 
transport. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. That's yeah, right. Yeah, and just yeah. like a natural progression. 100%, yeah. So I started going to the skate park and getting right into BMX like about grade nine. Yeah, man. And, um, and then... I developed a bit of a reputation back, back, you know, I'm 20, I'm 27. Yeah. So back, you know, 10, 12 years ago, the skate park scene was, um, it was very, it was very big in Bundy. Like a lot of people rode BMX. So I started to ride and mm. get known in that scene. And then that, you know, tr- transitioned to school and more people started to know me at the yeah. high school. I'm like, oh, you're at the skate park. And there was like a stigma about the bowl yeah. riders and getting, you know, called bowl rat and like, Mm. you know this this stigma so i started to get more well known you know around the campus sort of yeah year nine year ten and then yeah yeah do you feel like that stuff kind of fueled anger within you um, or do you reckon it was just more like you shrugged it off like it didn't bother you yeah no it was it was exciting it was yeah. like, it was more like it was exciting because i um you know i'd always been sheltered like we're raised in a church um, yeah like mum was a christian when we were kids so although we you know we were, we were poor and we we're f- sort of from the ghetto we always had like these structures around us mm. like the church and then the private school and mum instilled like very good values and morals into us so it was yeah. quite protected as a as a young fella so when i started going to the skate park in high school and i'm now in a, in a um, state state school and like and i'm meeting these people and people think i'm cool and yeah the girls think i'm attractive and all this stuff is going mm. on i've thought it was the best thing ever yeah i just i just ate it like it was a chop fudge sunday i was like this <laughs> yeah. is this is the best you know mm. it's like what i'd been cut off from the world for so long although i personally had those very challenging behaviors yeah as a kid i wasn't ever exposed to you know the footy boys or, or yeah. to girls mm. or to any of that sort yeah. of stuff you know it was it, so i just i just it, it captivated me that there was this life yeah available yeah. and that I could make a name for myself it felt new eh? oh, yeah. new and new, exciting yeah. exciting yeah, yeah. 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 No, doubt. yeah. no doubt yeah yeah um, yeah. um if you can think back um, what were you kind of feeling what like in at that time probably year 10 let's just give an example what were you feeling about yourself and your life like what what were you what did you have in your um, head of the future? Um, look, I just wanted to be the most popular. In, yeah. I, I, I felt I felt good. I felt. Yeah. Um, I guess I felt in a way accepted. Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but, I, but yeah. Also I, I felt like I felt like I was famous. So yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. We'll get to like yeah, but around that year ten area because yeah people started to know me like yeah yeah and it's very like, caught in the moment yeah that's right and i was just caught up man all i yeah. cared about was was right now you know? yeah I yeah. Just, I, yeah i just felt i i think i felt like euphoric you know I was yeah like, this is cool like these the like this people at school are starting to know me like it's addictive yeah eh? yeah, yeah yeah um, yeah and that and that's where everything sort of fell apart you know yeah um, yeah is that did you um like we going to parties drinking and stuff yeah. like that around that time? Yeah, yeah, so it was, so like, yeah, like the end of grade nine. Was yeah. when you know I started making more friends at the park and all the rest of it. Um, and then I had all these mates at the skate park. This is probably the start of grade ten around that time. I had all, I met all the boys at the skate park who had you know they were the, they were the crew. They yeah. um they were a little bit older. Um, they were from different schools and all around town. Um, got very friendly with them, and they they 
like in in Bundy, the skate park, <clears throat> the skate park boys were like the the coolest. Right? Yeah. Like everyone wanted to be in with the skate park boys, whether you whether you rode or not. Yeah. You you wanted to fit in with that crew, and I yeah. slotted in, yeah. and we moved to this house. Like me and my family moved to this house that was about fifty meters up the road from the skate park, and then that's when everything started kicking off like yeah with the parties and stuff so a lot of the boys there's probably like 10 fellas at the skate park like a solid crew that i was now solid with like we're, we're yeah. tight as and then most of them were from broken families and my mum being a loving christian woman wanting to you know help yeah. everyone let a few of these boys move into the house yeah. and live there because they had nowhere else to go and all we wanted to do was go to the skate park and this was right around the corner. Yeah. So they were like, sweet, we'll come stay at your house, we'll ride every day. Man, as soon as we moved into that house, it was just, that was that was the beginning of the end. Like, you know, that's, we would, I started skipping school, everyone started skipping school, we're just at the skate park every day. Yeah. That's where I, was, around that time, I started smoking ciggies for the first time, always said I'd never do it. Yeah. Like ciggies. Mm -hmm. And then we got introduced to the alcohol. My like my, my um, good mate, he was already he was a couple of years older than yeah. he, he was smoking pot and drinking. Yeah. He gave me my first drink. Um, I was just like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I was hyperactive yeah. and stuff. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. Um, and he gave me my first cone. You know. Um, yeah. And then it, and then it was just it was just hectic. We all started we all started partying. The whole skate park crew started partying heavily. And then it and then it transitioned from the skate park to my mum's house, and look, I can't really remember a whole lot of it, but yeah. within a three or four month period, I I dead set, like you know, no word of a lie, I had about ten young fellas living in my house in my mum's house. We had mattresses everywhere, yeah, and that and that house was the party house of Bundy. So there was crew rocking up, like all the footy boys would be rocking up on the weekend to come and. You yeah, know, get on it, and, yeah. um, and we're just partying nonstop. I don't even know how it happened or how it got to that point. Yeah, but it was just every every weekend that everyone was partying up. After school, people were were drinking. I was I was drinking, smoking, you name it. We we're all doing it from this house. And my brother and sister, I don't even remember what they were up to, man. But they were there in their room yeah. somewhere. My mum was sort of floating about, but we were all just this house turned into the the craziest place in Bundy for this for this short period of time this was like yeah grade this was the end of grade 10 yeah going into grade 11 um it was just unreal like every every weekend bro cars rocking up in my house yeah, yeah. just it was it was it was next level we you know got raided a few times um mm. my mates knocked my neighbor out yeah um, for you know just getting amongst it there was fellas rocking up. just it was just it was just mm. It would have been a lot happening, eh? Yeah, it would have been a lot happening. It was just full on, man. And Always oh, something going on. Yeah, yeah. And I was just loving it. I was loving it because, you know, like I say, going yeah. from this little Christian kid to now, I've got, like, and I'm one of the biggest names, like Jamie Brady is one of the biggest names yeah. in Bundaberg yeah. because of my house, because of the people I know. We're, we're yeah. rocking up at parties, bro, bashing the dads that are on the gate looking after it. We're, yeah. We're like, we're, you know, at every everywhere every time the skate park crew and my and 
it was called Eight Hunter Street. That was the that was the name, the house, yeah. and the street we lived on. Everyone knew Eight Hunter Street in the town, man, and it was just mm. it was chaotic. It was mm. absolute chaos, you know. Yeah, and that and that just happened so quick, like in a blink of an eye. I just one day I was riding my bike. Next day, I'm this raven, like alcoholic man, yeah, and, yeah. And, and drug user, and and party party goer, and and everyone knows me, and I'm getting in all this trouble and. Overnight, yeah. you know. Yeah, overnight. Crazy. It it's does. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy, bro. Yeah, it's good to like hear and on it, like your honest story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just saying it like that because it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, how did you start feeling like when time went on? Yeah. Um, as you like, because I'm sure, like you know, because like when when we're stuck in type like those type of um, you know, periods in our life, yeah. we don't really know like. Should, we should stop but That's like right. you do start having thoughts yeah. like what's going on in my life because like everything just feels different even yeah. though it feels so good yeah. sometimes you're still like it's it's pretty hectic yeah um yeah. how how did you like start feeling to like come towards those um that reality to like check yeah. in, check in with yourself like at the end of those six because you said it was like a six month period mm-hmm. like at the end of those six months how does it all start coming to you um, so I, in amongst that, I met this girl who was, um, you know, the first, my first ever girlfriend. I was totally in love with her. I didn't, well, I thought it was like, a, it was like, you know, that teenage, mm, yeah. life, you know, I, and I just, I didn't know how to have a relationship at all. And, um, yeah. I, and, and, you know, relationship struggles started coming up with, mm. you know, I'd get jealous or she would mm. do this and then, and then I would drink to make it stop make it stop yeah. in my head because I'm a very sensitive yeah. guy yeah um, so that rela- that it was basically that re- that relationship got so bad that I it took me ages to wake up for, so that six month period happened right we we got kicked out of that house um, yeah like evicted out of it because the police were always there and all the rest of it we moved to another house but I was still like I was still in this relationship with this with this chick and that really messed me up. Um, I started to then, like a few of the boys, um, started getting on the ice. Like the ice got introduced mm, yeah. um, to to our group of friends. Yeah. When we moved out, the original crew that I was kicking it with from the skate park, they all moved out of the house as well, obviously dispersed. I started hanging out with these more hectic guys. And because of the relationship I was in, I just, I just wanted to you know, self-destruct basically. Yeah, I yeah. Was just had a one-way ticket to yeah. just destroy everything. And I'd already got the reputation. I, I had all the connections now. Yeah. I could basically do whatever I wanted. Um, so because of the relationship is what I'm getting at. Because of that relationship, it's it has taken me, it took me a long time to have that switch flick on in my head yeah. to say I need to get out of this situation. Yeah. I need to stop what I'm doing. It's not good. I just want to kill myself. So yeah. I was like, when we moved out of the house, that was probably the, that was just like the, that was like the springboard, mm-hmm. that house into like a whole other chapter where, yeah, we moved out, but I was now hung up with this other crew. Um, me and my girlfriend were fighting. Did you still live with your mum at this time after that yeah, six months? Yeah, we yeah, we moved out. Yeah, mum yeah. got another place. Okay. I was never home. Yeah. Um, but but I was at, at mum's like, yeah. and, and the whole family is traumatised from the last joint like yeah. my brother and sister were just like scared and my mum was just like freaked out because she was you know 
yeah, doing all sorts of stuff, yeah. you know, for my mates and all the rest of it. Um, but I'd, I'd got in, you know, involved with this other crew through that house um, and me and my girlfriend are just fighting all the time and I couldn't, I couldn't manage a relationship, you know? Yeah. Very hard yeah. For, for males from single parent families mm. to oh, manage relationships. 100%. It's, it's very yeah. difficult and 100%. I couldn't do it. Um, so I just self, I just went crazy then. Mm. Started hitting the ice flat out. Yeah. Um, we were, I was hanging out with like, I won't say, you know, hanging out yeah. with like a gang in Bundy, um, doing a lot of bad stuff, man. Like then, yeah, started getting in trouble with the law, got arrested a few times. Um, look, yeah, heaps of trouble for, for driving, for fighting. Yeah. Um, all sorts of, yeah. all sorts of craziness. And then that, that continued until I was, um, I was... 17 so that till sort of like grade 12 like i was in this toxic relationship with this chick and then you know I, yeah I, school i dropped out of school in year 11 and then went back and that was all a mess it's not really important but then we broke up and we called it it was like it was just too hectic i was i was like i was just a mess you know yeah um we broke up i for for six months after we broke up i went probably as hard as i could on everything you could think of um, you know like, yeah. mm. like staying up like benders for ages drinking as much as I could mm. whatever and then one day I just woke up on my mum's floor I used to live on this mattress on my mum's floor um, and I'd drink every day and I, would, and I was overweight um, I was I was violent I was a mess I was just chaotic you know like I don't know I woke up and I just said mum I, I can't do this anymore mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up dead, and she she said I know. How old were you at this time? I was seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. Yeah. So just finished grade twelve. Um, That's heavy for a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the things I'd seen before that, like I'm talking like drug dealers with guns, and like this was like after we moved out of that house, Mm -hmm. and you know, me and this chick just broken up. It was just hectic. Yeah. Um, I just woke up one day and I said, "Look, mum, I um." I can't, I can't be here anymore. I can't be in Bundy anymore. I've got to, I've got to go, you know? And she thought I was, she didn't think I was serious. Um, she wanted me to go. Yeah. Um, and then look, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I always like it, the reason for the switch, what I'm getting to the, re, you know, when my, yeah. what propelled me to change the the only thing I can bring it down to is, is the, the faith and the values that were installed in me as a young kid yeah um and i knew wrong from right my yeah. whole life so all the time this was going on while i was eating it i was eating it up i knew what i was doing yeah. was wrong I yeah could, i couldn't explain why none of my mates had the same wrestle inside yeah. of them that, yeah that they were happy to just go and do whatever yeah. yeah um but i just knew that everything i was doing was wrong mm-hmm. and one day i just gave into that can that conviction you know i just yeah. woke up i was i was I was I was fried out, you know. Yeah, like yeah. I'd, I'd been with heaps of heaps of girls. I've been in heaps of fights, with heaps of just heaps of chaos, you know. Yeah. And I just woke up. I said, "Mum, um, it's time. I've got to go. I've got. To, I had a mate on the Gold Coast, an older fella that I knew. Thankfully, a Christian guy from when I was a kid. Yeah. I said, "I've got to go. Um, I'm going to end up dead or or in jail, you know. Um, and then." I don't know, bro. I, the next day, dad said I packed my bag up, hopped on the train, mm. moved to the Gold Coast, and never went home. Yeah. Ever again. Like, never moved back again. Yeah. 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 yeah it feels like throughout the whole time, you're just, 
you knew it was ready to put a cap on it. You just waiting for yeah, the timing just to be for right. Time, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was yeah. It took ages because there's just so much going on, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Plus, in that moment, like when you're doing that type of stuff in life, it just goes so quick. Like, oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's like yeah. I can't remember it now, man. It's like it's just like it's yeah you know, over in a minute. It's just you get caught in the feeling. You know? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, the you songs, do. man. Yeah. You're caught up in a feeling. Yeah, and, and you're just going with whatever's coming. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, you know, time goes quick enough already, but when you're having fun. Yeah, it flies because, yeah. like, it. Yeah. for myself, I started taking drugs when I was 11 yeah. and I quit when I was 17. But those six years was just a blink of an eye, yeah. like, it just gone. Yeah. Like, it just goes so quick when you're caught in the moment. And, um, like, I want to ask you for your perspective on when you stop taking the drugs and then you realize you wanted to move, how was it mentally just being able to overcome the battle of substances? Because I knew for myself, it was probably the biggest challenge I've faced in my life. So how was that for you? Um, yeah, yeah. Look, it was. Um, I didn't stop straight away. I moved yeah. to Goldie, and then I, I would, I would come back. Like I never moved back to Bundy, like I said. But I'd come, I'd come back to Bundy, you know, as often as I could because all my mates were there. Um, yeah. I didn't want to cut myself off from that life completely. I, like, yeah. You know, I was still only seventeen, yeah. eighteen. I wasn't at that stage developmentally yeah. that mm-hmm. I could make those really wise choices i was still half in the life half out yeah so i would still i still used i still would go back to bundy every second third weekend to see all the boys go out get on it get fried you know all that sort of thing so it took a, it took a while to um detach from to, it all yeah, yeah. detach yeah. from it but yeah. I, look i will say i was never i was never a drug addict yeah, yeah. I, I used i smoked ice recreationally I smoked yeah quite yeah. recreationally my thing was the alcohol. Yeah. It, it was like a, it was like a, I had a hook in me, man. Mm. Like that was, yeah. that was my poison, you know. So, I, I didn't quit drinking for ages either. Like yeah, and 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 um, I I think it just slow. It just there wasn't a definitive moment really mm. where I said, all right, that's it. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not doing this. Like I, mm. it just you know I still would drink every now and then, and the drugs weren't <laughs> that hard to stop. Yeah. Um, because I had this, like, the last time I ever smoked ice, this is what stopped that, was I had this real crazy, um, I was like a day old and had this out-of-body experience um, where I was sitting in a room, we were all fried. And um, I freaked out. It felt like I left my body. My words were coming out of my mouth and, and yeah. it didn't feel like me talking. Yeah. I was sort of looking down at myself and I was like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. And that, for me, was enough that I never smoked smoke pipes ever again. I was about nineteen, and and that you know that that was like sweet. Just never touch drugs again because that yeah. scared me, man. Like mm. I was, I was my head was all funny for ages after that. Yeah. Um, and then I was basically left, you know, just smoking ciggies, like because I gave that up because of that experience. So I, um, you know, the alcohol, you know, it was it was alright. Yeah. I sort yeah. of weaned off it, and you know, whatever. Um, and then I was just smoking ciggies that, you know, so it, it wasn't, I was never, I was, I don't have an addictive personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always recreational. Yeah. And then you take away the recreation mm. and then the drug goes yeah. along with it, you know? So yeah. because my, all I did on the Goldie was work, like yeah. I didn't have any recreation yeah. until I went back to see the yeah. boys and, you know, like it was fairly, fairly mm. straightforward, and thankfully. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing with, um, like just drinking, um, alcohol, so yeah. normalized they. Yeah, like so to normal. do it every yeah, single day like crack a beer oh, after yeah. work like 100%. it's just normal like it's just yeah it's just culture really but yeah. there's so many um 
has so many um, detrimental things that can come with it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because I've seen people close by in my life with alcohol on a daily basis and yeah. one day the normal, as soon as they crack open that drink, they're mm. abusive and it's like that every night. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's crazy, man. And, you know, like there needs to be more awareness on, like there is awareness like alcohol and drink too much excessively, but there needs to be more awareness out there of like control, I guess. Of how you yeah. use it and your limits. Yeah. Because mm, it's dangerous. Definitely being aware of, yeah. you know, how much you know you can take and, yeah. like, you know, your surroundings as well. Because, um, like, for myself as well, like, when I was younger, like, that was a little bit my, my poison too, alcohol. Um, but as I've grown up, like, in the last two years, really, um, I've learned that, how like how much i can drink or what drinks i should drink you know what i mean um so now i look at it like that like i just go out to the pub and have have some but back in the day i just because it was just so much fun drinking mm. you'd be with everyone every week and you just drink like and before you know it you've drank the whole weekend yeah like you know monday's here already you're rusty mm. as for work or like for school and you spend so much yeah, money you, and you you don't mm. You don't realize the next weekend comes, you do the same thing again. Yeah. Like you just pass two, you know what I mean? Like time just keeps going. But like it took so long for me to realize like alcohol is, you know, it's not like it's not good for you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like you just got like, you know, like what you said, it's the culture. Like, you yeah, know, everyone loves it. So it's like that's you, why you get caught up in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I think like, you know, alcohol, you know, everything to a limit is good yeah. and alcohol for that is good if you if you can be aware to use it which like i try to do now um but yeah back in the day i didn't i just didn't have the mentality to know like when to stop or like you know yeah but yeah it's crazy alcohol is really addictive eh? yeah for sure <laughs> definitely yeah yeah so when you moved to gold coast is that so you're going back and forth from bundy still doing you know substances every now and then the main thing was the drinking. Um, was that like a big time period? Was it to help cope with work or was it just more of you relied on having that? I, look, I just, yeah, I, I really didn't drink much on the Goldie, to be honest. That's why oh, I went there. Yeah. Um, I had no friends there. Um, like I said, it was, it, it, most, most of what I was doing was for recreational reasons. And, you know, before I left Bundy, just before was to, kill myself really to self-destruct over this chick and yeah but it was still recreational like all my mates were you know in the same boat fighting with their missus and all the rest of it so yeah i went to because on the goldie i only had one mate and he's he was like 30 at the time and um i was and i had a job and that's all i had no influences around me no rec so i just i didn't drink really on the goldie um i i would only drink when i was coming back to bundy and yeah um, yeah how long did you live on Gold Coast for? So I lived on the Goldie for about a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and then I moved from the Goldie to the Sunshine Coast. I was working as a butcher on the Gold Coast. I got this my first ever job. Yeah. Um, what age? Real sorry? job. I was eight. I was seventeen. 18. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And I and I couldn't get a job in Bundy because everyone knew I was just a, you know yeah like a scumbag. Just a small town, so just everyone kind of know, knows everyone. Like, oh, yeah. 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 No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Um, Worked, got a job at a butcher shop that was advertised as a deli, 
Um, but he could, the fellow that owned the shop couldn't get any butchers to work there because he had such a bad rep. So he advertises a deli, and I was like, sweet, I can work at a deli. Yeah. yeah. It turned out to be a butcher shop. <laughs> I'd, I'd, you know, started rolling wristles and doing kebabs. Yeah, I thought, oh, this is all right. I can yeah. do this, you know, pay my way at, at the house I was living at. And yeah, for sure. Keeps me clean, you yeah. know. Um, so I started. It's a yeah, strong move you did um, moving to Gold Coast at that age too. Mm-hmm. Like it was the hardest. Know? It was the hardest. I, like I say, I don't know where I got the motivation yeah. from. Um, I was the only one that left. Yeah. Um, all a lot of my mates that stayed. You know. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, um, end up in jail. Some mm. of them. Some of them dead. Um, Do you reckon the stuff faith that was instilled in you yeah, from yeah, you? Yeah. I, ca- I can't yeah. put it down to anything else. I like it's the faith, and I think some people have greatness inside of them mm, yeah some people just are not content mm. with where they're at yeah um i'm just now you know being you know like 27 going on 27 yeah. understanding what that is like the vision that people have the um like why i why i have it um but mm. i have you know in understanding what i do now i believe yeah i just had this it's like faith yeah, and 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 God in me, but also yeah. also like my my character and my nature and the way that I've been created yeah. is to always want more and always want always, better for yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that it was just there. It was. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. explain it. I didn't have to muster it up. I didn't. I didn't have to work on it. I just knew. All right. I can't be here. I have to. I have to keep moving forward. Yeah. I don't know what it was. But that, yeah, it, it, it mixture of my faith, my values as a kid. Yeah. And, this, and, yeah. and, some, and people have it. You can see it in people. Mm. It's like, it's it's a natural, like, characteristic. This, yeah. This motivation yeah. for more. You know, yeah. it's like you could you could see someone that's just lost. They could have everything and lose it all. Yeah. But then they will they will rebuild. Mm. Like yeah, they're, yeah, they're sure. 100%. Stop. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So I don't know. I just had that in me. So I just... It was it was extremely difficult when yeah. I first moved to the Goldie. I was ringing my mum, crying. Yeah, I miss you. I want to come back. I can't handle it. I miss the boys. Yeah, but yeah, I stayed there for a year and a half. Worked at this at this butcher shop, um, and then I found an apprenticeship at a but- like they weren't going to give me an apprenticeship, and I didn't really want to do it there anyways. But I thought I've, I've worked for a year and a half. I may as well look for somewhere that will give me an apprenticeship to like fast track it yeah. and get my trade in this thing. I, I know a bit about it, so yeah. Found an apprenticeship at Noosa um, on the sunny coast, and a lot of my a lot of like my mates, my original mates in Bundy had moved to the Sunshine Coast around oh, okay. this, this stage. Yeah, so I was talking with them, and, and I found this job, and I was like, "Look, man, found somewhere to stay with with the boys here, and yeah, um, and rung up this place in Noosa. They said, "Sweet, we'd love to have you. You know, when can you start?" I said, "I'll start tomorrow." Dead set, packed my bag, man, that day that I found out the mm. suitcase got on the train come up to the sunny coast and started work I like, had a place to stay and started work that next day yeah um, yeah and then I was on the sunny coast for about the same about a year and a, a year and a bit working yeah. doing my apprenticeship up at Noosa um, I I well yeah I did a, most of it at Noosa yeah um, and then I was still see I was still like living with my mates we're still hitting it you know getting on the getting on it on the weekends and still yeah you know at this stage i hadn't had that dip out on the on the ice so we're still sort of mucking around with a bit of ice here and there and yeah like um i ended up losing my license um for 
two years because I kept driving like unlicensed and stuff. Yeah. I was still running a muck while I was here, yeah. really. Um, ended up losing my license for two years or well, three years, like lost it for nine months. And then before that was over, I got caught driving and lost it for two years. So I couldn't work anymore. Yeah. And then yeah. moved back to the Goldie. At, um, like, right. So I lost my license for three years and then I had that spaz out on the, on the pipe. Like, yeah. Right, yeah. I had that mental freak out. Yeah. So it was like all that sort of happened at the same time. My head was all messed up. Um, I had no license. So yeah. I had to quit my job, move back to my mate's house on the Goldie that I was originally at. Um, stayed there for a bit, like for, for about another year. To um, yeah. really, this time was to actually get my head clear from like yeah. from this freak out I had on the on the on the pipe. Yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't um, I couldn't work on the sunny coast without a license. So I helped him start his own like second hand business. Um, so this is the same fella in Gold Coast. The first time, yeah, yeah just moved yeah. there and then back and then there again. Yeah, um, stayed there for a bit and then look, we ended up having a big fight. I moved back to the Sunshine Coast again. Um, yeah. This was 2000 and the end of 2015 this happened. I moved back to the sunny coast, but this time... So 21? Yeah, I would yep. have been 21. Yep. Um, moved back. I was I was like, I was doing all right, like this time, I, I, you know, and the plan was to move back to the sunny coast and I wanted to go to university to like be a youth worker or something. I didn't yep. know what I wanted to do. But like I'd had time, I'd had a lot, you know, this is, I've had a lot of time being out of home, you know, this is like three, four years mm. have gone by, you know, in between yeah. Brizzy, uh, the Goldie Sunny Coast. Mm. And I'd sort of like cleaned up a fair bit, like towards this time, I had a fight with my mate, I'm doing pretty well. And I thought, you know what, I'm asking the questions now about my faith mm. yeah. and I'm really questioning what I'm believe who I want to be all you know all this stuff I'm getting fed up with the life that I've been living and, yeah. and I'm really you know starting to question the things yeah. in mm. life I just, um, just want to say you everything you've said now is only up to the age of 21 yeah that's yeah, a so lot yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah. and I'm yeah I, I just want <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to note that for our listeners because I know there's a lot of people out there mm. young kids as you know with our work is mm. A struggle, man, and to see the turnaround is amazing. And just knowing, no matter what you're going through, there's always a point where you can get more forward. You can get your foot Absolutely. in other doors. You mm. can excel in different situations. It's just putting your mind to it and believing. Absolutely, man, one hundred percent. A few, I always say, a few, even mm. one good decision. You make yeah. one good decision yeah. that'll change. Whether it's whether it's starting a course, whether it's going for that job, whether it's mm. moving. Moving to a different place, whether yeah. it's going to that church, whether yeah. it's one decision, one decision can change your whole life. Yeah. Oh man, so you, you, yeah. the people you mm. meet in that decision, the, all it take, and, and, and it's no one is too far gone, and this yeah. is no, beyond anyone. Yeah. You know, because mm. it was crazy. My life was crazy, man. It was like, yeah. And and like you said, I was only tw- mm. I was only twenty one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know what you mean when you said that one decision. The reason I'm sitting where I am right now yeah. in the job I'm at where I am my career is because um, three years ago I was at the gym dropped a plate 20 kilo plate in my foot shattered my whole not in my whole foot but I shattered a couple of toes yeah, and I was in the big boot and I couldn't go to work I just got a job doing installation and um, I was like fuck what am I going to do now and I had this um, page called Mental Health Experience that I had where I would just like post quotes and videos just to help people mm. but I didn't really know anything about mental health at the time it was just me trying to help myself 
it was kind of me just giving myself advice mm. on the page, really, looking back on it. But um, when I broke, when I was in that moon boot, I had a lady reach out, and she's like, oh, um, I know you're in your moon boot, you know at work, do you want to just come and volunteer at this mental health residential housing? Mm. And I sat there, and I was like, just feeling sorry for myself, like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. And I sat there, and I was like, no, nah, I'm doing it, like, i got to yeah. just give this a crack, you know, see what happens. And then from there on, I got employed, and then worked my way through, yeah. so... It's just all that one decision, one eh? One decision, man. 100%. One decision. Yeah. Be one person. Yeah. You know, change your whole life. And that's why I always believe in giving stuff a go. Like, I never, I don't really believe in just, like, nah, I don't want to do that. I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I really believe in give it a go. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, you learn from it. Absolutely. Yeah, Either way, you're winning. You know, you're not, you're not failing or losing out on anything by giving anything a go. Right. Mm. Always a lesson, never a loss. Yeah, Absolutely. it's always a lesson if it doesn't yeah. work out because then you know what to expect in that field and you know what to expect, what comes with it, and yeah. you know what you can bring to it. And either way, like, don't live with what lives, yeah. I reckon, you know? 100%. And that's, it's a big move, like, once you start making decisions as well. Yeah. Because, like, like, yeah, that's just, I, I can relate because, like, I feel like it got to a certain point where I started realizing, you oh, know, the decisions I make are. Are what's going to affect me yeah um i was just making decisions of like what i was feeling and like what i was going through in life mm. um but as i started to like realize oh um i can make decisions to change yeah. uh, my my scenario or like my you know my habits or whatever mm. but just making those those decisions even like uh, things don't change like overnight like when i wanted to quit drugs it it didn't happen overnight because like, yeah. I was just out every weekend fucking sending myself. Like, yeah. And it just took so long for me to realize, nah, like my body's had enough. Like I've had enough. It was just like I got to a point where I said to myself, that's enough. But saying that's enough wasn't enough. It didn't make me stop going out. And yeah. I had to make decisions. All right, well, I need to like not hang out with these people, even mm. though like it sounds like selfish, but I was like, nah. Because when I'm with them, I want to do drugs and like, <laughs> or like drink or like, you know, or just like, you know, do things that aren't making me like move, move ahead. Yeah. Um, so like what you said, like that one decision you make, like makes you realize that you're so much more powerful than you like imagine. Yeah. Like what you said about your faith, like if you have faith in what you're trying to decide on, it's most likely going to go, you know, if it doesn't, then that's a lesson. But like. Having faith is like I feel like like what you were saying before about like um, those morals your mum gave you. I feel like my mum was never like the best parent or anything, but she installed those things in me that I kind of knew that even though when I like went through all that shit and like I wanted a suicide and I was a fucking felt like I was an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever. In those times, I always felt like. This is not me. Like mm. I, I can do something better than this. You know what I mean? Like, so I think keeping that in you always, and like that's why I just tell my young brother all the time, like how great he is, and like to you know just to remember you are great. Like you know whatever yeah. happens is just because you know your life, I guess. Like because like no one really like knows this is gonna fuck my life up and I'm gonna do it. Like so, you don't know. Yeah. You, you're just going like what you said. Like about you know you're at that certain age where you want to experience other things that you've never experienced and i felt like i was the same because you know from like when i was born to a certain age 
I was dragged to church and, you know, I, I used to like read the Bible with my grandma and all that. But then it got to a certain age where I just went rebel, bro. I just wanted yeah. to experience everything that was frowned upon. Yeah, same. And like, yeah. it got to a point where I was just like, nah, surely, if, you know, mm. if you keep going, like, of things that are destroying you, you're just gonna deteriorate, like, slowly. But yeah, so it's good to keep that faith. Like, yeah, that's one mm. thing I like, you know, love that you've said, like, have faith. Like, you know, have faith in yourself. Cause, like, what you said mm. as well, like, it's never too late. You can, yeah. like, make a decision and then, like, try to veer, you know, veer your fucking lane. But, yeah, it's mad hearing that, like, you know, I think he's the first person that's yeah. had faith. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you are. You're the, the first body, person. And the thing is, these one um, decisions in life, yeah. some of them can be baby steps, but the thing is, forward is still forward, mm. no matter how you look at it, yeah. it's still forward. And I feel like that's something important for everyone to know here, yeah. I reckon. So at this time, you're 21 and you're thinking about going to uni, that's trying to figure out what's the next steps in your life. Yeah, just quit on the, yeah, I just, you know, questioning everything. Um, I have this desire to um, be a youth worker or, or a counsellor or something. Um, I think, again, from being raised in the church, yeah. you get taught to help people. Yeah. But, Bro, I was just a people person my whole yeah, life. Yeah. Like you're in the party scene, that's people. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, saying, you're, yeah. you're sitting in a room full of full of drug addicts. What do you talk about, man? You talk yeah. about life. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lucy. And people and I was just good with people and I love people and I was just mm. you know, because I went through that time in Bundy of being, you know, like famous yeah. but not famous, you know, it's yeah. like people. Yeah. And I just wanted to help people and my mum mm. always saw my mum helping people and yeah, I thought, All right, how do I do this? I knew nothing about university. Yeah. Um, but I knew I wanted to go. Yeah. No one in my family ever, like, or my grandma, um, my dad's mum went to university, but other than that, man, like, we got we got no family, like, yeah. at all. Um, my mum, you know, cleaned houses. We did, I didn't know what university was. It kicked out of school and all the rest of it. But yeah. jumped on, on University of the Sunshine Coast website, and I'm like, looked at all the courses, mm. and I found this one that said human services, and I thought, that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I, I figured out how to enroll and um, how to, you do like a, you know, the QTAC thing and there's all these processes you have to go through. Yeah. Um, and I did all that. I've, I've come up to the sunny, come back to the sunny coast with just a bag of clothes again. Like yeah. I had no, I still had no license. Like my license suspension is still not up. Come back with a suitcase. Me and my mum found a unit. Um, she come up from Bundy, met me on the sunny coast, took me around to find some houses yeah. Found, it, found an amazing unit on like the, on the waterfront, man. That I could that I could afford from my savings from you know working on the gold in that. Enrolled in uni and um, and look, I um, at this exact at that same time because I'm having so much going going in my head. I was like, I was come like I, I got to the sunny coast, like because I got here in the end of 2015 before uni was to commence in. Um, the start of 2016 yeah um, and I'm in my unit anyways and because I, I, I just had a lot of time to think and you know and I just remember um, I I was questioning my faith very seriously mm. Mm. I, you know I, I already had this desire to want to help people and to do the right thing but then I had this other moral conflict going on in me that was 
I keep doing the things that I don't want to do. Mm. Yeah. And I couldn't and I couldn't live with that any longer. And for somehow I just knew that the answer to that, the answer to stop that, like I'm doing the right things for the career and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. But the inner conflict isn't going away. Yeah. And I and I and I was like, all right, look, I'm by myself in this unit. I've got the uni set up. I need to get. I knew that it was to get right with God. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I just I just knew that I was going against everything that I believed in. And look, when I was a kid, this you know, I know it's not a faith podcast or whatever, but I'm being straight up. I had some yeah. like crazy experiences yeah. at youth camps and in church as a kid, where I felt God touch my life, and I prayed, and I knew that He was real yeah. this whole yeah. time. It wasn't just a story that mum would tell me. I knew that God was real. The mm. whole, my whole life, yeah. I knew it. And I just wanted to, and I knew it was time to make this conflict stop because yeah. I couldn't live with it anymore. Like I was, you know, I was wrestling, man. Yeah. I, was, I was like, why do I yeah. feel like this? And I remember my mate, I remember vividly, the mate, my mate on the Goldie, he sent me this, this YouTube link of this dude. His name's Todd Wyatt. Mm-hmm. He's a Christian fella from America, yeah. um, older than me, big dreadlocks. Um, the dude was a was a heroin addict for, or, or like a crack cocaine addict for yeah. twenty two years. Went to rehab, found God in rehab, and his life got radically, radically changed by God. Yeah. And I watched it, and I was like, "This is the first person I've ever heard preach that I can relate to. I could yeah. never relate yeah. to the guys in the church when I was a kid. I just couldn't. It was like I just couldn't do it. Like yeah. you, I just wanted to do everything, yeah. but." I still love God even though I didn't buy into the thing the church thing I listened to this guy's story listened to what had happened to his life and I I was by myself and I got down on my knees in front of the TV and I just remember saying God if I believe I believe you're real Mm. and if you hear me can you please come and live in my life live in my heart like you have for Todd. Yeah. If you can do it for him, I know you can do it for me. And I said, God, I will give you, I will give you everything. I'm ready to give this a go. I'm ready. I'll, I'll surrender everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll, bro. That's powerful, bro. That is crazy. Yeah, goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. showed up that night. Um, that that day, he showed yeah. up, man. I felt, I felt the presence of God. I felt him in my lounge room. He changed, he changed my heart, man. He, yeah. cha- he cha- I couldn't explain it, yeah. but something happened. The wrestle stopped. Yeah, yeah. This 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 conflict in my head, mm. it stopped. It, it's crazy. It, it, I, 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 it's powerful. It was yeah. cr- and I didn't read the Bible. I didn't I didn't do a certain thing. I believed. Yeah. yeah. And I said, please, God, help me. But I had to do it. He showed up, man. That was the craziest night. I just knew. I just knew everything's going to be different. And then I started to walk it out. So I had this encounter with God and I felt different. I could see different. My yeah. mind was clear. Everything was different. But then I had to make the choices. Like I just knew inside what the right thing to do was yeah. at the right time. I yeah. knew what I had. Like there was no handbook that, okay, now I have to do these 10 things. And yeah. This and yeah. that to be a good person or what. I just knew inside. Yeah. All right, the decisions to make. And then and then I started uni. Everything was Everything was going really well at uni. Like you know everything was everything was amazing and my relationship with God was growing stronger and stronger and I wasn't really going to a church or anything but I was I was reading stuff I was listening to things I was praying I was, I yeah. was worshiping yeah. I was and I, and I was drawing close to him and I got more and more and more passionate and more fired up until I was just like 
I, I, I just I always felt inferior to Christians, right? Yeah. As a kid, I always felt that people looked down on our family. Yeah. That they were always like like the preacher was always judging us, and and that like the youth group pastor was always looking at me different because mm. I'm naughty, or you know. Mm. But now I felt like I could I could sit in a room with these guys and 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 share the true yeah. the true gospel about who God is. Like I, I just my faith yeah. grew, yeah. and that just that just wrecked my whole life, man. Uni became. A breeze like I, I got through uni three-year degree yeah you know easily and my faith was such a big part of me i chat i ch- every i just i just switched yeah and yeah and i was like all i wanted was to was to do the right thing by god all i wanted was to have a relationship with him yeah and more so all i wanted to do was share what had happened to me because mm. i was different man yeah like, like people could not the boys that I was kicking yeah. it with, like I'd see them occasionally, they couldn't understand what had yeah. happened to me because yeah. I was I was the baddest, I was the most reckless, and yeah. now, bro, my eyes are full of life. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm at university doing a degree. I'm I'm like my life has changed, and and my desire was to was to be in a relationship with yeah. God. So I learned about that, but then I started telling everyone, bro, yeah. that, that I, everywhere I went, yeah. like I was just like this this street preacher, man. Like I was like everywhere at the at the supermarkets. I was like talking to people about, bro, yeah. you know, you know that there that God's real. It just, it just, yeah. it just, he come and consume me. Yeah, it, you know. So yeah. that was like crazy. He it helped me all through university. Yeah. finished my degree, graduated. Um, that I graduated in 2018, no, six, six, yeah. end of 2000, and, yeah, end of 2018. Nice. Yeah. I yeah, nice. Um, I got the job at Community Solutions. Yeah. Um, I, I, they, I did my placement like at Community Solutions, and um, yeah, got a job with with them. That's you know where yeah where we are yeah yes, where <laughs> oh, we are. I am yeah yeah um yeah and then got into this sort of work man like um. The rest is the rest is. Um, I just yeah. love. I just love that. Like, yeah. I just love how like you just sit, explain that. That was so powerful. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah, so I'm not even joking. Yeah, it's um, not me, man. yeah, and it's crazy because like sometimes we see our lives as in like oh we we just fucked up so much. Yeah. Like we did all these things wrong, and like but in other ways like now that you're helping people and now that I've met you and like, you know, I'm getting to know you like from what you're telling me, you just seem like a genuine person and like maybe all these things that happen where we go through hard times are meant to bring us to places like this where, you know, like your faithful God grew and your belief, your belief like it actually happened for you, you know what I mean? Like it, Mm. it, it actually was reciprocated like when you ask for ask for his guidance and his help and i feel like that is true because i've been in stages where like when my life is really low like and like i some days like i remember fuck i haven't prayed and like when i'm really in need i've never been judged like after i pray i feel like okay i can move on to whatever that's gonna you know whatever that's coming towards me today or tomorrow but I feel like that is true. Eh? When you really believe that you need that help and, you know, it'll never be rejected. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure, um, like, if it's a God in ourselves that, like, you know, once we tap into and we believe, they just guide us. Um, but for sure that everything that you think that 
was a mistake in your life that you did without having a great purpose mm. maybe did happen for a reason for you to finally have that purpose but yeah it's just crazy how you put that because like you know it's, it's thing, yeah it's yeah. powerful bro like because <laughs> yeah. you know like a lot of people don't believe in god but um you know a lot of people are also were also brought up mm. believing in god and then whatever happens in life and then you know some people fall back into it because they believe their faith or mm. they get to a certain point where they need they need god do you know what i mean and it's not it's not embarrassing to need god because I, no, I think no, that's no. the strongest thing you could want you know Absolutely. um so yeah but everyone like has their own religions but i do believe that you know what you said you know if you have mm. your faith and you believe it will be it will be answered and like yeah yeah, yeah. that's powerful, story, bro. What you just said. That story is like so genuine mm. and natural. Like nothing's forced. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and that's that's a that's a thing, bro. Is like I'm just I'm just a genuine cat. Yeah, like, I've been around, man. Like, yeah, I've seen, you know, I've no agenda. I've no church telling me what to do. I don't. Mm. I don't. I didn't. You know, I don't feel like I have to um, be something to impress someone or someone's given me this mission that yeah. I have to go and do and I have to believe this. This is just what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. That, that's was, the powerful was, thing. I I yeah. Because like no one gave you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you, yeah. you asked for it and like Absolutely. When, you, when you beg for something for your own, you know, because I, I believe that mm. God or what, whoever yeah. really believes that we can be the best of ourselves. And when you really believe that in yourself and ask for it, I'm sure he'll he'll answer your prayers, you know, yeah. like, and you ask. So yeah, it's powerful, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's good, man. There's a there's a TV series called The Chosen, and they have this catchphrase that says, "All I know is I was one way, and now I'm different." Yeah, and yeah. that's all I know. I'm, I yeah. don't I don't have it. I wasn't like I said. I wasn't at the church. I wasn't. All I know is I called on God, and I was and I was and I was pretty messed up mm. when I yeah. did that. And a head full of trauma from like when I was fifteen. Yeah. And he touched me, and he changed me, and now I'm different. And 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 I guess I've I've done a degree in human services. I've I've worked in mental health. I've worked mm. with youth. Now I've worked in disability. I, I I've worked in drug and alcohol services and counselling. I know what's available. What the world has available for people. To try and change their life, mm. yeah. To try and um, stop this inner conflict that we all have, yeah. This inner wrestle, these these inner mm. insecurities. These, I know what the world offers. I know what mankind has to offer. Yeah. Like like I, I you know I'm, nothing can yeah. change a heart and mm-hmm. a life like God can. That's mm. all. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's that's why I believe what I believe. That's why. I preach what I preach because I've experienced it firsthand, and I, and I'm well informed. I'm I'm informed, you know, through work. I, yeah. I, I know, I know, I know what I don't know everything, but I know enough. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's just genuine, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, and all that thing was about one decision as well. You made one a decision, decision to, decision, man, to call like, for his help. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just gonna. I need this to stop. I need the inner conflict to stop. I yeah, know, and I and I just know. I know that it's that it's. I know that it's. It's requires me to to give my life, yeah, 
to God yeah. and say, no longer am I going to be half-hearted. Like, no longer am I going to go out on the weekend, get smashed, and then on Monday when I'm cooked and my brain's all funny, mm. pray and ask God to help me. Yeah. yeah. And, then, yeah. and then I go about my week and then I feel good. Yeah. And then, mm. I, and then it messes up again. God, can you please help me, help me get yeah. me out of this? That's to me, that was lukewarm and that was my whole life. Yeah. Like, I've like, fire, I've smoked too much ice. God, please help me, help me. Yeah. Mm. I get better. Sweet, I'm going to do my thing again. Every, my whole mm. life, it was like that. And I'm like, I can't do that anymore. I want to see what it's like yeah. for Jamie Brady to be 100% sold out yeah. to God yeah. and see where I end up. And pff, he touched me, things, yeah. yeah. Now we're here, man. Now, now we're, we're here. Yeah. You know, now, now we're here. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd never look back. And look, mm. things haven't been easy, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know yeah. if we have time. Um, but things, you know, things went really good for... for um, Look, 2016 until like what was it, like 2019. Think like for a few years, things were amazing, bro. I yeah. bought I bought my first house. Yeah. Um, I met Josie, um, who's with us now. So, you yeah. Know, yeah. My girlfriend, we you know we met, and I was like so so in love, and everything was amazing. I mm. I would just for for years, I just was I was just in I was right with God. Yeah. I, my my whole flesh my whole soul my whole spirit was completely in line I yeah. was like for once in like homeostasis yeah, you know? yeah. Like, and everything was amazing work was good man I'm like getting promoted like um, to you know yeah. run programs and th- like things were good and, and I'm like this is amazing I'm preaching about God everywhere I go and I'm, and I'm you know phenomenal it was like yeah. the best it's like the best thing I've ever experienced yeah. in my life was to was to and I still do to follow God you know I thought I could never have any problems now this is is amazing and then um, and then look I um, like two years ago coming up to two years ago now when I was at the peak of my um, spiritual walk the peak of my life beautiful partner bought my first house you know everything's going good everything's sweet um, Congrats! Yeah, thanks, bro. That's yeah. a big achievement. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, but Josie and I, we were out at dinner one night, and um, this is just take things, you know. Yeah. On a different sort of path, but we were out at dinner, and when we first met, I, a lot of these old insecurities um, started coming up from when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I hadn't been with a girl for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, when I, I devoted myself to the Lord for years. Yeah. Um, a lot of things started coming up, and Josie, man, she's a you know amazing um, woman. She, I was a f- first boyfriend, um, you know, wonderful singer in the church, and just pure and holy and amazing. Yeah, a lot of that triggered a lot of stuff in me. Like no even doubt. though yeah. I was mm-hmm. like I was doing the right thing, I was mm-hmm. on the path. Like I, you know, I, I knew the, I knew the Bible. I had the relationship with God all going yeah. on. I was a good man. Like morally, morally, I was you know. Right, I felt that I was right, yeah. you know, yeah. where I was living. Um, a lot of stuff started coming up and then we were together for three months and I um, I don't know what I can really relate it to, but we were out at dinner one night and um, we're sitting there eating and um, I felt I had like this panic attack thing where I felt the same feeling I yeah. felt after using that ice yeah. for the last time where I'm sitting there and then boom, I felt my soul leave my body. Um, I knew that the same disconnected feeling had just happened. Um, I be, like because of when I 
use the ice. Yeah. My head was all messed up for a bit. I researched and I realised it was it was called um, like disassociation. Mm. Yeah. Um, depersonalization, derealization, yeah. more, um, you know, to be more accurate. Um, so I was sitting and I'd had these like over the years since then I'd had these like weird like moments where I'd be walking around and I'd be like hang on where am I who am I what's going on like nothing no crazy thoughts but my body would feel weird yeah, yeah. and I later and I real and I learned that that was like due to like an anxiety thing yeah yeah anyways it, it'd been good since I like got my life right with God man no mental stuff everything was sweet you know yeah and I was sitting at dinner and I felt that feeling happen and I'm like Oh, you're kidding me didn't tell anyone about it like I knew how to manage it because I you know walked yeah. through it like, yeah. um, got up went home I thought this will just pass I've had this feeling before um, you know it's 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 gonna go away yeah it didn't go away um, I woke up the next day and I was like I don't feel myself mm. I feel weird I feel spaced out things don't seem real mm. I thought it's all right I'll just and you can feel that when you're a person that trains to be aware so yeah. Yeah. there's no doubt yeah. you, you would have kind yeah. of like been like oh I'm going through something yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, I just felt I just felt something in my head it just switched I just, yeah. it just yeah. switched yeah. Every, I was like oh, what's going on yeah and, yeah. Then, and then it was, and then I thought look for the next few days I thought I'll just leave it like yeah. things will get alright things didn't get alright they got really bad um, I decided to talk to Josie's mum who's um, an amazing woman who I trust yeah um with everything really um i decided to um speak with her about what i was experiencing because i believed it was spiritual and um and we sort of prayed about it and stuff yeah and then look it just kept getting worse and worse and worse until um look i was like over four probably over a four week five week period i'd it was, it was so bad. It's it's disassociation essentially is like your fight or flight thing in your brain. There's there's freeze in the middle. Yeah. And if your brain is under so much trauma, mm-hmm. um, whether it be from stress, which you know I was in a very stressful situation yeah. meeting yeah. Josie and my past and all the rest of it, sometimes induced by drugs, whatever it is, yeah. it's where your brain will perceive a threat. And it'll disconnect. It'll disconnect you from reality to keep yeah. you safe. So it's like it's a it's a normal coping mechanism, yeah. but it's designed to turn off after the trauma has been experienced. Yeah. So it's like, say you're in a car crash, your mm. brain will go into fight, flight, or freeze. It's like during mm. the headlights, right? Yeah. It'll disconnect everything. It'll disconnect your whole yeah. function, your, your emotions, your memory, mm. your everything, so that you can survive this. That's where you get the shock. That's where you get the yeah. shock thing, right? Yeah. For most, and it's supposed to turn off. Yeah. But for but for me, like it's, after the ice, that's what happened. Mm. I like traumatized my brain, and for about six months, I was like a bit funny. Yeah. But I was still going to work, and I didn't talk to anyone about it. Yeah. I could deal with it. Like I could manage. I just knew that my perception was off. But yeah. this yeah. time, man. It got so, it was just ramped up times t- 10. It yeah. was just like, mm. it was the craziest thing ever. Like, I yeah. lost, I couldn't feel anything. I, I got so anxious. It's like anxiety yeah. driven. Yeah, so I couldn't no leave, doubt. I couldn't leave my house. Yeah. I couldn't, um, also, I couldn't, I couldn't eat. I couldn't, um, I couldn't sleep. Josie was coming over every day for like two or three months there feeding me yeah. um, because I was just so tormented in my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like every morning I'd wake up 
and I knew something was wrong. Yeah. And I'd start screaming and and, and in absolute horror and terror um, with the things that I'm. It's it's like nothing seems real. Like nothing yeah. mm. nothing around you seems real. People you can't connect to people. Yeah. People so, you love look like strangers. Yeah. yeah. You can't feel your emotions. You, you're like. Yeah. Nothing gets you happy and nothing gets mm. you sad. Mm. You feel like you're disconnected, disconnected from reality. Everything. Yeah. Like this yeah. was like something that I'd never experienced. It's like it's like the craziest thing. It, and yeah. that's changed every that changed everything. So before that I was this passionate, you know, and I still am, but I was I was I was one way because of my relationship with God. This happened and I've yeah. just lost it, man. I was like trying to kill myself a lot. Um, I was ringing up the hospital to admit myself. Um, I was I didn't know what to do. I thought I thought I was crazy. I thought I was schizophrenic. Yeah. I thought um, I thought I was in a psychosis. I was researching like crazy to figure out what's going on with my brain. Yeah. Um, that and then that went on for like for the what, for like the the start of like two thousand and was it two thousand and twenty? Yeah. For the start of two thousand and twenty, like the first like three months was when it was its most severe. Um, I I just couldn't function. I was at I was at Josie's house a lot. They were looking after me. Um, I couldn't like you'd look into my eyes and there was nothing going on. I couldn't like hold a conversation really. I forgot like who I am, who my family was. Um, yeah. yeah, who Josie is. Like I I I, I remember it, but like, I remembered it academically but mm. there was no feeling attached yeah. to it yeah it's yeah. like i have an academic knowledge of everything yeah but mm. inside i'm freaking out but then i knew that i was fine it's this it's the yeah crazy. yeah I, I, if, if anyone listening is experiencing this stuff man i, I mean, feel like i've experienced that because eh? what I you're saying is like yeah. making me feel my own emotions of what yeah. what i felt i felt like mm. what you what you were saying like you feel disconnected and everything and like I just felt so self-destructive, eh? Like, mm. and I couldn't believe my partner. I couldn't believe anyone. Like, yeah. like everything was just second-guessed. And I felt like, I felt like it was just like constant intrusive thoughts just yeah. hitting yeah, yeah, my yeah. head. Yeah. And like some days, like, it felt like I was faking emotion. Yeah. Like I was faking to be happy and faking to smile to people and like faking to enjoy conversations. But as soon as someone walked away my whole body would just like reject any good feeling yeah, at all yeah, like yeah. or any feeling really yeah. and that went for so long and I, I really believe that it's like when I quit hard drugs mm-hmm. like yeah. it started um, it actually got worse and then yeah. it felt like slowly I started believing believing reality mm. yeah but it was for so long like I, I just didn't feel myself at all eh? like yeah. I just felt yeah. so like I can just ruin anything right now, yeah, but yeah, without just, even trying, because yeah. like I was just not, not myself. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it's crazy what yeah. you're saying. Because you feel the effects wow. once you quit the drugs, you know. Yeah. Like um, this is years. How long ago was this? 2016. I'd probably say it was. Like me and Gary kind of lived with each other at the time because mm-hmm. you know, we're dating people in the same family, so he's over a lot. And um, I'm just talking about the same experience that, or somewhat familiar to you. Like, Gowdy's one of the closest people in my life at the time. But I'd be locked in my bedroom. I couldn't move. I couldn't even come out and say hello to him. Like, my partner at the time would come to the room saying, Gowdy is here. Come say hello to him. Don't be rude. And I'm just sitting there just so trapped in my own head. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just in me, I'm just in the room just frozen, shook. Yeah. I can't even go say hello to my best mate. Yeah. And then, like, I'll get out there and I'm saying hello to him. But in the back of my head, I'm just 
so detached. Yeah, mm. yeah. So like, um, like we've all had our experience of, with that. But how did you personally overcome that um, situation? It's in life? good that first yeah. of all, it's good that you've got great support, oh, good yeah. missus and family and stuff. Yeah. That that counts so much when you have like people mm. that care about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you, sometimes you don't even know what to explain of what's going on in your head. Yeah. So it's good to have mm. like people that care about you. Yeah. For starters, like that's the biggest thing, eh? Like, mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I I haven't got over it. Yeah. Um, which yeah. which sucks. Um, yeah. Life still life's still hard it's been yeah. coming up two years um, I've got over the initial horror of it so yeah. like yeah. I think I was like borderline it, yeah we won't go into all the you know science behind yeah. association, but yeah. you kind of like you feel like you're in a psychosis and, it, and it's like but you're not but you're aware but you're not aware yeah. so it was intense intense for like that three mm. month period I'm like Somehow, I had to take some time off work, but like yeah. by the grace of God, I was somehow able to come to work and function to, like I told work what was going on and they were very good with me. Yeah. But I was able to maintain some sort of structure in my life um, until that severe period finished. Yeah. Um, where I was, yeah, to- totally, totally thought I'd lost a plot. I belong in it institute you know mm. Mm. um i haven't got over it so i still like we're two years on um i still live i still notice every day that something's no not right yeah um, sure i still haven't i don't feel connected to reality yeah at all um i don't feel connected to people I yeah i don't feel emotion and stuff at the moment a lot yeah. of my memories Obviously, I can sit here and talk to you boys about my whole life. Yeah. And I can remember things. Like, I, I have a, I remember yeah. things yeah. fine, but I have no connection to my memories. And it still, every day, man, it feels like I'm trapped in my own head. Yeah. Um, feels like my head's not attached to my body. All sorts of crazy things go along with it. I think I've learned... Um, I've learned to manage Yeah. Um, with things. Like, you know, time... Our bodies are designed to heal. Heal with time yeah. as well as yeah. yeah so I tried. I tried the medication, and I tr- and I went to you know yeah. psychologist and all that stuff. But I thought, um, obviously my body in something like this, and even with depression, yeah, with yeah. anxiety, with most mental illnesses, yeah. unless mm. they're like the one, the freak ones, like yeah, it's yeah. just a weird thing that's just psychotic. Psychotic. But even yeah. then, it's like most. Most mental illnesses are a result of your brain and your body telling you something. Yeah. Right? It's like depression's telling you yeah. that something's not right in your life and and, mm. and you need to get your thinking in order. Yeah. Anxiety's anxiety's telling you that, that you've that you've got fear and that and that mm. you're and you don't have enough um, self self worth or, mm, yeah. or um, you know, or it it tells us something. Yeah. So so I and for me it was like I had too much stress, like, because I hadn't touched drugs since 2000 and, what was it, like, 2013 was the yeah. last time I touched a drug. Yeah. And this happened in 2020. appreciate yeah. you being honest, too, because, yeah. like, for, for people that are listening to this, I like, just, you know, like, you're, you're mm. a person that is in this industry. Yeah. And... It, it's good for people to hear, like, yeah. everyone's human being. Like, yeah. honestly, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, you've mm. got, you know, so much research and stuff, but... It's the message you're passing to people is like it's beyond like you know what I mean your degree and stuff. This is like experience and yeah. you know 
yeah. like something honest mm. to like yeah. you know and that's fucking yeah yeah that's like, true I'm a, person, I'm a human yeah. right I'm yeah. A, like, I'm yeah 100% a, I'm just a person and I don't care how much money you've got yeah how educated yeah. you are mm. um, all students to life you are, yeah you're, you're a human we yeah. are all people yeah. and we are mm. we are flawed and, that's it and mm. we um, we are all subject to suffering man. yeah yeah. And no one is better than anyone yeah. and, and, and I'm just, this is just what happened you yeah. know it's like yeah. fire out what do I do about it yeah man? like the best long, thing to do is like you know like yeah. what you're doing right now yeah, is literally to do it, man. yeah like, like get this stuff it's, it's like some, I, especially with this just from my research you know yeah. Yeah. with disassociation and depersonalization and this this yeah. disassociative mm. this, it's the most misunderstood mental mental health um, issue properly yeah. out there it's the it's the most scary mm. it's um it's the most confusing it's, it's very you know, complex it's, so, it's very complex and, yeah and, and i just you know that's what i want to talk about yeah. it to like give Honestly. people like mm. you know because i know when i was like in the peak of freaking out bro i, I didn't know what 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 i had what was yeah. wrong yeah. with me but no now doubt. i understand what it is i just wanted to yeah share it you yeah. know it's like this is what happened man yeah um, yeah and those moments yeah. too like when you're in those stints of periods of months in life where that is very attacking you a lot yeah. like I know for me personally it felt like it was normal but it yeah. wasn't like I knew it wasn't normal but I felt it was normal mm-hmm. because that was my life every day yeah. and yeah. I was trying to detach from making that normal to trying to make an impact to make a change to hopefully help this situation that I'm in yeah. so it's hard to detach but it's also good to speak about it to bring awareness yeah. to maybe one of our listeners who are at the moment maybe experiencing that who may think it's just a normal yeah. feeling mm-hmm. to feel yeah. but don't realise that you know there's other ways that you can actually push forward or yeah. cope with it yeah. and stuff like that too because coping mechanisms are very um, they're very hard to find for people yeah. and I just found that for myself it's hard to find coping mechanisms but that was probably down to I wasn't researching I wasn't experimenting mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. trying to find anything and I feel like these conversations are important because yeah. people will hear it and it might yeah. push them to try and you know yeah. find out their own coping mechanisms absolutely and that and that's yeah like you, I didn't really answer before but like you said how yeah. do I get over it although I'm still going through it yeah. man, I'm, I'm a lot better than what I was and yeah. that was through I've, number one man it's my faith in God yeah. look that's been very I would say my faith hasn't been shaken but the way that I have a relationship with God has changed since then. Yeah. And and it, it's like before that, when I was in those few years of like, oh, this is amazing, yeah. everything's good, life's the best. I didn't really like. Yes, I'd just gone through my yeah. childhood and stuff, but it, that was so pro, that was so progressive yeah. that it wasn't like just one definitive moment where I suddenly have to rely on God and yeah. exercise yeah. my faith. It was like I sort of just naturally progressed to that point of surrender yeah but yeah now it's like this is one definitive moment in my life where i have to practice what i preach yeah yeah it's like all right do i really believe mm. that god can get me through this when i when i'm when i think i'm schizophrenic yeah yeah and, and i can't function and i don't know which way's up i don't know i can't understand i can't love my partner yeah i can't recognize my family i'm trapped in my own head probably the worst possible thing i could ever think of yeah do i trust god yeah so that's the it's been every day man 
God, I rely on you. My co- but it's it's like I need you. God. I trust you. It's the faith. It's, yeah, it's, it's like guidance to get you yeah. through. And not yeah. just like you know, oh, I trust in a high power. I yeah, like, not just like that wishy washy stuff. Yeah. It's like yeah. I believe in in God of yeah. the Bible. That's a real person. I believe that's the truth. And then casting my care, casting it all upon Him, and saying, "This is so crazy. Mm. This is like I, yeah. I could literally take my life at any point. I could yeah. end up institutionalized." This is like this is real life. This is my life, and this is happening. I trust. I trust you, God. Every yeah. day, making a conscious decision. And look, some days are good, some days are bad. Yeah. Some days I can do it, some days I can't. But as a whole, thinking, all right, this is all the things that I believe about you. These yeah. are all the things I've read in the Bible. These are all the you know everyone's saying all this stuff about how faithful God is, about how He can He can get you through anything, how trials yeah. in our life are to build character and patience, and all this stuff. I have all the knowledge. But what do I? What am I going to do with that? And when yeah. I lost my, when I lost, when I had that snap, I lost all the knowledge mm. and all the scriptures mm. I knew. I lost all the everything I knew. I lost it all. So I'm yeah. just yeah. like, feel like this little kid yeah. in this big dark room that's like that's just fully trapped, and I have nothing in there. Yeah, yeah. and and I have to reach out to God with no resources, mm. you know? and that's and I'm just like blind. Like, all right, God, every day I'm going to wake up. Look, I really, I can't. Like, I lost the ability to read and concentrate. I and lost the ability to focus. Like, it's crazy what you just explained. Sounds like faith. Absolutely. When you're in a yeah. when you're in a dark room absolutely. and there's no scriptures in front of you, it's like, what the you only mean? thing yeah. you have is faith. It's faith, man. And that's, like, and that's the one. That's the one thing. Like, yeah. I've, and just and just believing God. Yeah. Just like yeah. having faith, having faith, yeah. having faith. Every day I'll get better. Number two, this. Joey, the, you know, my amazing, amazing partner, you know, like stood by me every step of the way. Look, she's mm. had, she's had the best upbringing you could ever have. Like yeah. still, still have problems, but amazing family. Yeah. Not touched by the world. Grew up on a farm, like homeschooled, you know, just, just very pure. Very yeah. Innocent. And then she gets with someone like me as a first boyfriend. That's this crazy person hmm. and then I just have and then I have that freak out man just when we're in love and we're like I want to get married yeah. and, every, and then I dip it and I, and I can't function and I can't and it's like yeah. for someone mm. that doesn't understand mental health or anything like Joey yeah but she's by my side every day I'm yeah, talking every awesome. day all day yeah, and this has been like two years and she's still we're, you know yeah. ups and downs ups and downs like, let's we've see been, we've been through stuff you know? it's amazing but, to hear right honestly like, I guess that's, that's great it, and Although I couldn't recognize people and, I, and I'm so detached from reality, I felt inside I couldn't care who's around me or because I'm stuck in my yeah. head. It's like, yeah. it was, a, it's, it's people like her, man, yeah. and her family and, and my family that have just got around me and just like, and just been like, you can do this. Yeah. You can yeah. do this every day. You can do this. And then when I, when I, cause I still, I still, some days are worse than others, man. Yeah. Some days yeah. are better than others. Definitely. So even on my bad day, Joey will be there and like, hmm. look, you can do it. Remember, yeah. just last week you were doing well. You can get through this because it, you know it'll yeah. come up. And it'll it'll bite me again. I mm. feel all messed yeah. up and funny, and I can't. That's punch. that's it's a great understanding people. to have, like yeah. Yeah. with the both of you, because yeah. nothing like nothing really goes away. I yeah. think it's a constant like work of yeah. like you know in yeah. Yeah. in in relationships that's so important and that's yeah. fucking amazing yeah. that you have that because like yeah. you got to be there for each other, eh? Like yeah. you don't know what's going to come up. You just yeah. got to be there for it's each other. It's very healthy that you're vocal about. Too, yeah, hundred percent. Because a lot of relationships fail because there's no communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're well, very. I just, I just yeah. yeah. Joe just actually got back from Papua New Guinea. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was that weekend. I picked yeah. her up. Was it that weekend? No. 
or, the, or Christmas actually, it's yeah, Christmas, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? it she yeah. just got back from PNG before Christmas, and and I, and and he, yeah, we had Christmas together. Hey, and then that's when I pulled her aside, and we I'd been seeing her like when she got back. I had this. I had the. That's right. I had the breakdown when she was away in PNG. Yeah. She got back from PNG, and I hid it from her for about a month or something. Yeah. Because I was like, I can sort of, I can function. I can do this. Christmas came and we were together for Christmas and that's when it got really, really bad. Mm. Both our families come together. That's a different that's a different mess of its own. I couldn't hold it together anymore. I pulled her aside and we sat down and I said, look, this is what I'm experiencing in my head. Fully expecting her to leave yeah. because she doesn't yeah. understand. Because she's an amazing Christian girl that's waited her whole life to meet the love of her life. And, you know, yeah. we have these ideas of what that should look like yeah um, you know like this amazing knight in shining armor will come and snatch me off my feet and, and, and i was that for the yeah, yeah before this happened man. you are bro you are that yeah, yeah but it was still different, still. man it was different yeah. it was like i know and Worry, i fully bro. expected her to leave but bro she i remember i was sitting in her lap and i'm crying because i'm skitzing out man i'm yeah. like i just pitched she just pulled her socks up man and she's like I'm in this with you. But yeah. Do this. Mm. And we've been slugging it out. Look, she more so than me. She's stable. She's a fighter. I've been up and down. And yeah. Broken up and then back together and pushing her yeah. away. And I've, I'm the one that's spaz, you know. But she's been there every day, solid mm. fighting, fighting in both in prayer. Yeah. Um, practically bringing me things, getting me out and about, supporting me like, like, it's amazing. It's not what we expected. I thought we'd be, you know, Christians yeah, yeah. married. Like that's what Christians do. They meet straight up. They get married because they yeah. know this is what's. I thought that was yeah. us, man. I had it all planned. I was like, I want to ask her to marry me on her twenty first birthday. It was all happening. Like I'm like, this is the best. Yeah. I lose it, you know. Never expected, and it's been not like I say. Mm. It's been not what we've what we've expected, but we're doing it. We're doing yeah. this thing, man. Like we're like. You know, it's not over yet. And and sometimes things happen and we walk with a Yeah, little, that's you know, it, right? Sometimes 100%. maybe I won't get back to who I was yeah. and the way I used to function. And I don't know what this looks like. I yeah. believe in God for complete restoration. Yeah. But mm. I also believe that he will use all things for good. Yeah, yeah. So whether I get back to normal or not, I don't know. But I tr- And what that's going to look like for us, I don't know. But I do know that it will be good. Yeah. And it's not what we planned. It's yeah. not what we expected. But it will be good, and we're just we're working it out, you know. And my and you know I know when I'm not good. Mm, like sometimes yeah. my head's all flustered, and I just go home, put on some put on some music. Yeah. And I just sit there, and I just, you know some days I don't do much. Um, yeah. Goes in cycles, man. Yeah. It'll come oh, like, for, sure. for for a month or or two. I'm all right, and then for a few days it's hectic, or for a few days I'm yeah. fine, and then. You know, it's all over the place. Surfing, I surf. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. and I and I, yeah, I've got a few things in place, man. And it's important. In, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and some, but the miracle, man, the real miracle, and this is probably where we will sort of want, you know, like yeah. the last thing is like the whole time I've been able to, the whole time I've been going through this, which is the hardest thing for people around me to see, and for myself is although I'm experiencing this chaos in my mind constantly, like my brain, I'm always in my head, like this this sickness thing doesn't go away. It gets yeah, better 100%. and it gets worse, but I'm always there. But somehow I've been able to function quite well. Mm. And I've bought my second house in 
while going through this illness and this is to encourage the listeners and to yeah. encourage Good. everyone yeah, definitely. So definitely even bro. if you're going th- no matter what you're going through man you yeah. can still do things you can still push through you can still yeah. achieve I don't know how um, it's our spirit that rises up it's God in us definitely. Yeah. but I've been able to function quite well in different areas of my life so yeah I look I bought I bought my second house and then um, about three what, like two months ago three months ago I um, finished up my role with Cozy. Mm. Ryan took my job. Yep. That's mad, but that's how we yeah. met, man. He comes yeah, to that's my, mad. My, my, my job, like, because mm. I was yeah, working as a mad. youth worker the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had a little, like, NDIS is like a national disability thing going on mm. on the side where I was doing my own business with a couple of clients and then that was getting real good and real yeah. busy and then yeah three months ago man I took the leap um, out of working for someone and now mm. I work for myself and just started my own not-for-profit organisation love that bro I love hearing that charity yeah um, got heaps heaps going on man I got like a couple of like I got a full-time staff member working for us we have an op shop on the Gold Coast now like my mate hey, that nice. I live with on the Gold Coast yeah the same dude he, he like bought an op shop um, he's like partnering, he's like coming under me. We've got the op shop mm. on the Goldie. I've got heaps of young fellas that I'm supporting in, you know, the NDIS space. Got big plans, man, to like, you know, to help people. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. We, um, yeah, just, re- just registers and not-for-profit, so I'm just like, this company's its own thing. Um, look, we, we um, yeah, reg- like got a registration pending as a charity. I'm um, in the middle of, like taking, like looking at taking over this big six hundred square meter shed in Nambour, where I'm gonna hopefully run a yeah. op shop out of that. Nice. Do some youth programs out the back. Put a half pipe in there. Do some like art therapy with some other guys. I know. Yeah. And try get them to come and um, come on board and just create an organisation. They're all know. amazing people too. Amazing people, they are. bro. Yeah. yeah. So a lot going on, you know. Like it's. For ages, it was just, you know, I just had a couple of clients. It was my side side hustle, I think yeah. you say, you know. It was like my side hustle while I was working and going through all that mental stuff. And then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go for this because I'm, mm. I'm a visionary yeah. man. Like, I need to. Yeah. And, yeah, it's been nuts. Like, I've just, I've got, like, some child safety contracts um, mm. working with kids. Um, yeah, a few people working for us. I've got, like, heaps of young fellas that I run programs with um, throughout the week. Look, early stages, like I said, yeah. it's only been yeah. a couple of months, but um, things are going Boy. from strength to strength. Yeah. Man, and, well, you only get the fruits from planting the seeds. That's, that's it, man. It, like you said before, like you, manif- mm. you, you manifest things. You yeah, speak you things do. out, you yeah. know, you um, put it out there and then you see what comes mm. of it, you know, yeah. because for any good idea to, to um, mm. come to pass, you need people. Yeah. Right? You need people definitely. on board who can who can help in some yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. And when you put your ideas out there, you're not mm. talking to yourself, you're talking to people, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're doing it to get people on board. Yeah, hey, definitely. Like, oh, what do you think about this? What and you're just seeing responses from people. So that's exactly that's how all this doing, podcast is out there mm. and you know, seeing who responds and who could help and what yeah. relationships we can form and yeah, just just going for it, bro. So I have massive, massive plans mm. for the it's called the Crafter's Heart. Yeah. Um, yeah, named nice. after our crafter, yeah, heaven, yeah man, nice. you know, his heart towards humanity. So, came to me in a dream that name, and look, I think it's, um, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna 
it's going to be good. Yeah, and, it's um, going to be I great. Yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be great, man. Like mm. some really good stuff going on. Like we've got the venue sorted out. We've got, I've got ideas. Yeah. I've got amazing crew in my team, um, you know. And yeah, I, I can't wait to see where it mm. So yeah, bro. Can. I can't wait to yeah. see it all. Or, yeah, like I'm now that I met you, yeah, I'm keen to great. see you know see your, everything that you've just said you know fold out for you. Yeah, yeah that's thanks, great, man. bro. Fucking yeah, congrats. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. No, like, I, I love hearing God, that. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and like I sure. say, I'm not. I'm like people that see me, man. They think yeah. that if they hear if they you know I've got I've got a couple of houses and I've got a successful yeah. business yeah. and may think I'm something. But under the surface, man, I'm I'm struggling with mental illness, and and like, mm. and I'm and I have been around, and and, yeah. and yeah. I'm nothing special, mm. nothing special, you know. I've I've had hundreds of thousands of dollars in my bank come yeah. and go, and I've I'm nothing special, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just a normal person struggling every day, mm. like everyone else. Definitely. And mm. and and, and it, no matter what you're you're going through. Yeah, there there is still something that you can do. Yeah, you know, and and, and and we might we bro we're our biggest enemy. Yeah, and, oh, and, we, and we're stronger. 100%. You're stronger to anyone listening. You're stronger than you think. Yeah. Like, like mm. I, if I let myself think myself out of what I'm doing because of what I experience every day, I would do nothing. Yeah, mm. but I but the more that I walk, the more I realize that thoughts are only thoughts. Yeah. Mm. That gives me feelings. that gives me power. What you just said, because eh? like some some days I feel like yeah. I just want to lay there. Eh? Like yeah. I, I'd like because I I think sometimes I try to do too much. Yeah. Um, I've got just so many plans and stuff. But some days I just feel helpless. But it's so powerful to hear that. Just yeah. keep moving. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but give yourself time. When yeah. You feel like oh, yeah. Take the break. Take man. the break. Take yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, mm. like 100%. do what your body's telling you. Yeah. But don't get so bogged down that you think that you just lay there. That yeah. You, just, you can't you just, get out because yeah. feelings are only feelings. Hundred percent. Thoughts are only thoughts. Yeah. They're not fact. Yeah. Yeah. They're just they're they're you know and we're three parts man. We're yeah. flesh. We're a soul and we're a spirit. Mm. Yeah. And so and our soul might be a bit messed up like yeah. our mind. But yeah. There's a spirit that we can that we can. Let rise up. Let it go. Yeah, let, let that guide. You yeah. know, and you just just keep going. Like just, yeah, hundred percent. Like, mm. and I'm not, and I'm not, and I don't know what life looks like. I don't yeah. have all the answers at all. Well, you're yeah, student of life. Um, we all are. Yeah, absolutely. Every day, I'm looking for absolutely. answers, looking yeah. for absolutely. new things to learn, looking for new ways to cope with our mental health, mm. looking for new ways to yeah. improve our relationship with our partners, our friends, our parents, anyone in life. We're always on the journey to try and better. And that's every single day is waking up and trying to look you know some days may not look the same as your best days but as long as you're trying as long as you're trying to like I said earlier forward is forward keep striving for it yeah just keep going man you know just keep going and you get you get there you know you get there in the end because we all we're all created for Mm. for a purpose definitely it's not I I don't care what you believe yeah we're not here by mistake. No, no, you know, and and regardless of religious view, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, you look around, man, and you you think about life for longer than yeah. than mm. two seconds. Yeah, and you'll realize, hang on, I'm here for a purpose. Mm. Exactly. You know, and we've all been given something to fulfill. We've all been given gifts mm. and talents. I might, you know, I know for myself now, I'm I'm like a visionary, right? Like yeah. I'm I'm very. I can get passionate, and I have all these ideas, and I can m- make things happen. You know, mm. but. I don't necessarily. I'm not good with like structure, and I'm not yeah. good um, yeah. with with routine. And I'm, mm-hmm. but someone else is good with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, gift, man. yeah. I, I've got, I've got a 
gift to create. Your yeah. gift might yeah. be to, to, to really follow up with people yeah. or, to, mm. or to sell things. Yeah. Or to, you yeah. know, we've all got different purpose. Yeah. We've all got a different reason mm. for living. But the thing is, we all have a reason for living. Yeah. We all have a purpose. We've all been given a purpose. I agree. Yeah, and, mm, and we just got to find out what that is in us. So for me, mm. this whole mental freakout has made me realize a lot about myself and, the, you know, yeah. how I think and what my gifts are and what my talents are, you know, which has been yeah. great because mm. that makes my work easy. Now yeah. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I'm good at this and now, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I need someone like Ryan who's very yeah. um you know, who's very thought provoking and, and yeah. you know, he's disciplined and, yeah. to mm. come and help me because I can't, I don't have that gift. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, he, that's what he's been assigned yeah. to, to yeah. walk in. And yeah. It, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Life. It really yeah, is. It is. And, yeah. and, and there's a reason and there's a purpose mm. for all of us. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you should fulfill that purpose. Yeah, too. absolutely. Mm. Two greatest days of a man's yeah. life. One, yeah. The day he was born. Two, the day he realized why. Yeah. 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 I agree. And the most inspiring thing about all this too is that, you know, growing up, your story, but also saying that every single day is, you know, whether it's high or low, it's a bit of a battle. Yeah. It's a battle, but every no day. matter what, yeah. every day is a battle, but no matter what, you're still showing up. That's right, man. Hey, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Show, 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 show up. That marathon. marathon. Just show up. Just show up. You know, sometimes we don't make it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you know our tires are flat. Yeah, exactly. But the next day, just show up. Show just up. show up. Just mm. just keep going. You know. Um, no yeah. One's, no one's got it together. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Life, life, life's a struggle. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's uh, great. Like what you just said. Because um, like the more people realize that we're so alike. The less yeah, they can stress yeah. because like <laughs> sometimes, sometimes yeah. people are so caught up like oh yeah. he's so much better I have that's to be right. like hectically better yeah. Yeah, yeah. when like we're all just nah, like just... going through like similar hey, shit. Man, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's like I said, like, people, yeah. they look mm. at me, man, and I get really annoyed, especially yeah. like maybe before I yeah. lost I lost the plot. Maybe I would have I was guilty of letting like you know the pride gets me or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got this and I'm that. Yeah. People, yeah. Like, you know, I'm doing all this stuff in the community and whatever. But since I lost that, since I actually forgot who I even am, and every day I don't even feel like a person, that pride cannot exist. Yeah. yeah. So I get really frustrated when people. Tr- like, I love. I love when people say, "Well done, mm. mate. You're doing yeah. well." That's yeah. great. Yeah. We can receive. You know, we can receive. Fulfilling. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, be, build one another up. But yeah. when people look at me as if I'm something special because of, because of, you know, like mm. I said before, because I've got this and I'm doing that and whatever. That's, I'm just a person. Yeah. And, I, and, I str- and every day I struggle. Every yeah. day Josie sees behind the scenes what goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I'm pulling yeah. my hair out, screaming in my hands because yeah. I'm scared yeah. of being alive, you know, and I'm oh, tormented. Yeah. Like, bro. I don't, like I said before, no matter how much money you've got, mm. no matter what mm. role you've got, no matter how big your house is, yeah, everyone is struggling with something. Definitely. Yeah. yeah? Once mm. we all realise that, then we all can come together. Yeah. And yeah. Be like, man, we're all the same. Yeah. 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 And then and then we realise our humanity, and and we realise, mm. look, again, like not to push the faith thing, but we realise our need for a God, right? Yeah. Because if we're all messed up. Then there's got to be someone that's perfect. Mm, yeah. We need someone that's perfect. Yeah. There needs mm. to be more to life than this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's where I live towards every day. I, I know that this isn't. I know that this life. Yeah. Isn't where it stops. I know that this 
isn't all that I'm living for. So yeah. if, if things on earth are a mess, to say the least, yeah. I know that there's a, there is a God, there I'm going somewhere else. There's, yeah. there's yeah. a better place yeah. than here and I strive towards that, you know, yeah. and I just do what I can do while I'm here, yeah. knowing that there is that there is another place for me. Yeah. You know? And I agree. But yeah. if we if all people get to that place where we, you know, Realize we're just the same. Yeah, Realization, man. Because you know, yeah. the moment I realized that was um, like the first ever time I did the group session at the gym. Mm. It was like a, it was a boxing class. And it was like me. I was nervous as yeah. like anxiety running through yeah. me. Like everyone's going to judge me because <laughs> like I'm a weightlifter. I don't yeah. run. I don't do cardio. And I was like nervous. Everyone's going to like judge me and watch yeah. me. But like ten minutes in, I'm looking around. Everyone's just focusing on themselves yeah. like everyone's yeah. just yeah. struggling themselves yeah. and no one even looks at you yeah. and that's when I've realised like everyone's going through their own battles in life absolutely and no one's solely focused on you so you've got to focus on yourself yeah yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely and also empower the people around you yeah. bring people into what you're doing mm. yeah. and build that strong community because I yeah. feel like community is what builds you know Rome wasn't built by a single person mm. it was right. built by a community of people who came together mm. and wanted something great yeah absolutely Love one another. Yeah, 100%. Um, understand that we're different. Definitely. We're different to one. We're all the same, but we're mm. different, right? Yeah. yeah. So we can't compare each other. Yeah. Like I was saying, That's like, the beauty I, of it. The, I can't yeah. compare what I'm doing to what you're doing because yeah. you've got different gifts to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're a body, right? Like, yeah. Imagine the whole, all people as a body. Yeah. I might be the thumb. You might be the foot. Yeah. Yeah. But Ryan here, he might be the brain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. But no, everything has a use for everything, everything has a use. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. You can't mm. walk without a foot, man. You, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So we all got different purposes and different yeah. different roles, but we're all the same. We're all yeah, plagued we by this. We're all plagued by our human nature. Yeah. And that's what they, that's what yeah. scholars and theologians mm. and scientists have been trying to work out for so long. How do we fix this wrestle inside of us? these problems that we have in our soul mm. that I was talking about earlier yeah, that, yeah. that led me to to God. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people have been trying to work out. Yeah. But we they can create machines, they can they we can exercise as much as we want. We yeah. can take as many selfies as we want. We can have yeah. the house yeah. and everything. Nothing's gonna change our Inside. human nature yeah. that's been yeah. there from the beginning. Oof. That no one can understand. Yeah. That yeah. no one can work out. Except if you look outside of yourself. Yeah, and look honestly. Up, you know? mm, yeah. That's the thing. We're all humans because I'm English, yep. you're Australian, Bill Gallish from PNG. Like, we're all from different walks yeah. of life, but we're all we're human. All same, yeah, right? yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. How, how does that work? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. it. Yeah. It, make, it makes everything feel so real and so stronger. Yeah. Like, it, it's so empowering because, like, once people start understanding, like, exactly what we're doing right now, yeah. you know, I think that. It should be more of it without like podcasts. You know, what I mean? Pe- right. yeah, people yeah. should people normal, should be doing this, life. like you mm. know, yeah. talking about things that they're going through and stuff like that. And mm. it just makes everything so much more stronger. Absolutely. Like every yeah. time I'm, I, I have a conversation with Scouse or another podcast. This one's another great one. Like when I get home, I feel like a sense of living. Like yeah. I'm like, oh well, yeah. today I learned, yeah. I heard truth. Yeah. You know, I gained stuff. Um, so I think like the whole experience of people coming together and talking about everything that happens in life is so much stronger than like, just, you know, like, um, being inspired or like, you know, just seeing 
what people have and yeah. like of of those things yeah. so i think yeah what you said is right like you got to look outside of yourself Absolutely. like you know if you want to help people you can't help them because it's going to benefit you yeah like it will but if you do it selflessly there's more of a reward like yeah. um that like you know that's why i respect like you know two of you like in this industry like you know there's a lot of hard work that goes in you know mm. and then you have to deal with your own mental stuff your mm. own families your yeah. own life your own finances you know and i like it's it's strong when people like yourselves come and talk about the realities of your lives yeah and, you know it's even better when like we have it on the podcast so like you know a few hundred people can listen to it and be like mm. oh that's fucking that you know yeah that yeah. was different like you know these people mm. talk about mental health but they're admitting that they go through the exact same shit we do you know yeah like, exactly because the whole so, reasoning behind the podcast wasn't you know make a business out of it mm. the whole point of the podcast is to help the listeners you know yeah. help people help people we know help people that may not know us and just listen to us and if they get something out of it then that's an achievement yeah. you know that's 100%. that's what we strive for is just hoping that we can just I know, not change people's lives but just you know try and make a little impact yeah. no matter what it is it's good man yeah. I hope this has helped someone. No, yeah, yeah. So. it has. Yeah, thank oh. you, for, thank you for coming. Uh, yeah. Or like me coming here, but like you know, thank you for jumping on the party. Yeah, thanks for coming. It's been what um, two hours? Yeah, two hours. Yeah, that was a quick two hours. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, and it's been like what Sorry, a few Jesse. months since we recorded. Our yeah, so so it's good yeah. to have someone honest and like you know genuine on the podcast. It's, yeah. yeah, I love did, a good conversation. Did you want to mention anything before we finish up? Like, did you want to? shout out you know, your business or what you do or anything at all you want to mention before we wrap up oh, no or right. no, leave it as it is yeah just yeah. leave it as it is man alright cool thanks Jamie we appreciate you coming on yeah thank no you worries, bro boys. Mm. yeah it was a pleasure pleasure